called the fake news the enemy of the people, and they are. It's a serious question. I, I appreciate your passion. I share it. I've addressed this question. I've addressed my personal feelings. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. You're listening to Just Ask the Question, Adventures in Reporting with your host, Brian Karam. So, hi, and welcome back to Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karaman. Today, uh, well, we have with us two comedians. Well, they say they're comedians. We'll figure it out. Oh, my God. Who are you talking about? Me or you? Both of us combined. Both of of you combined equal one comedian. We're halfwits. That means we're halfwits. (laughs) Steve Miller. He's rolling away from the table. I don't know. What's up with John? He's rolling. And, Steve, what is it? Whenever we meet, it's in a Hilton lobby. I'm a little worried about it. It was a Hilton the other one. Why? That's funny. It's Middleman's school. It's Middleman's. Well, we'll get to that. So with us are Steve Middleman, uh, we've had on the show first. before. And first. That means yeah. I open, unfortunately. That means I open for he's, you. He's That's opening wait again. Wait a second. This doesn't work. <laughs> and then the closing act, John DeBellis, oh, who's writ, oh. written for... Uh, he's uh, doing favorites right yeah. here. You know the DC Follies and, uh, let's see, uh, Johnny Carson, a yeah. stand-up comic in his own right. A bunch of different shows. A bunch of different shows. Yeah. The books. we gotta, we got to promote the books. Well, oh, yeah. the, here's your shot. Promote your book. Tell us all about it. Uh... I have nothing to No, I have this two books that just came out, Misery is a New Happiness, and it's a guide to neurotic living. And it's just, just plain it's neurotic. As if it's I'm an autobiography. Steve, I my life it is a biography. I like stand-up guys, actually, too. If you get stand-up a copy guy. of that, oh, that's, that's a great really, book. Oh, yeah. did I say great? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, great. Uh, it was the worst uh, thing I ever read. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing he's ever, ever read. <laughs> he had to have guidance. That's really low on my John, you look nervous. You keep, he, John keeps switching around yeah, he's there. He's moving around there. I'm not. I don't yes. think Steve has moved. He's since. gone to the bathroom twice since we sat down. In his pants? <laughs> yeah. yeah I know. So yeah. it's, it's a joy to have you both here. And since the title of the show is Just Ask the Question, I'll just ask the question. What the hell's going on with you two? There's a feud. Well, we'll go with reality here a little bit. No, why bother with reality? It probably started because of you, by the way. I think you insulted me, and I said I take this seriously. One of his insults, especially, because he's a professional. Insulter? And then we just kept going back and forth, and to the point where we were emailing people and I would say something even the, not even just the bottom of my email I would just say how much I hate Steve Miller oh my or god like that yeah and people say why are you Steve? What? Why, why are you upset why, don't you, why do you hate Steve uh, can I tell you something interesting when I wrote it nobody said why do you hate John <laughs> <laughs> there was All a right. lot of me too that's been my first <laughs> yeah, 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 zinger yeah, yeah. it's a zinger hashtag me too imagine <laughs> the first time I got an email the from him it says he, best John he didn't know anyone to send it to he had no friends <laughs> So I get an email from him. He's, he's really disconnected from his automatic uh, Steve Middleman's mortal enemy on his signature, on his emails. Yeah. He doesn't even think, oh, he's sending it to me. He sends it to me, Steve Middleman's <laughs> mortal enemy. It's not, you know, it's not like he was... A, a declaration of war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, and then we, what happened is it, it got so popular with our friends and, and, and stuff. We went so crazy. Well, Brian right and here. We got yeah. to Brian, and, we, and, and I started to say something about Middleman's fault. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys Barry took did, off with and it. And you just, you just took off with anyway, it. Anyway, you're you my off. mortal enemy, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, that <laughs> no, do get, get in line. No, no, but on the side, there are plenty of people. <laughs> on the side, he's playing. He's two faced because he'll do me. He'll when we talk or 
I'll blame okay, Debellis. Debellis is fault. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll get you both involved. Yeah, in yeah, it. yeah. So anyway, so it, I, I guess Snowball. Well, from my recollection, uh, Barry, who's your manager, your manager, my friend, yeah. and sometime manager, he wouldn't, he wouldn't bother him, man. and Rossini. <laughs> he wouldn't manage him. He wouldn't, no, he wouldn't he manage, manage me. <laughs> he would mismanage me. Uh, so uh, he's gonna hear this, by the way. I know. Anyway, love you, Barry. So. But not that way. Not that way, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you, but Actually, not quite like that. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, he, he I know a few people. He There's a couple of blow-up dolls we yeah. can introduce you to. <laughs> he he gave a, up on those for he's Lent. Young, he's a good Catholic boy. He likes yeah. young inflatable sheep. He likes young inflatable sheep. a bulimic blow-up doll. She blow in the air out of <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a little cheesy. It was a model, a bulimic model. A bulimic model blow up doll. Yeah. Oh, I heard you gave him up for Lent. Yeah. I, I like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're still there? Still there, yeah, yeah. I feel him in holy water. He's a vegetarian. He gave it up Don't for get, lentils. You'll, we'll go, that'll go south. That'll go <laughs> oh, south in a heartbeat. You know where I am. No, yeah. No, no, no. Pretty soon, we're doing, do pretty, pretty soon we're doing pretty we're doing priest jokes and we're yeah. and we're bursting I into got flames. Many priest jokes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I do too. I know. You, you don't. <laughs> and know I knew this. a lot of them. <laughs> my tangent here. My rabbi growing up, my bar mitzvah was a priest. Rabbi, Mayor Kahana. I was like, whoa! You don't know Mayor Kahana? JDL. He's a head of the JDL. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now famous, I know. Famous. Got anyway, just a tangent. Oh well, I, when, when we're talking Nothing about funny. priests, and he said his, Mayor, and he said his, his, his rabbi, I'm not going. It's all about you. No, but he was a famous. You'd work out famous. well in the administration. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all about me, me, so, me, all about me. How'd you get started in comedy, John? Well, I started out as a holy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. I started. How did I start? Standing? You were an altar boy. Altar boy. That's the word I wanted. You were on your knees before the priest often. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, we can't start. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I keep trying to. Go ahead. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I started. I just always knew since I was like eight years old that I wanted to do stand up. was afraid to do it. And then one day I was. He still hasn't. Still hasn't. <laughs> well, he I turns his back to the audience. <laughs> I did actually come out one day on the wrong side of the stage. The Playboy what? Club. There was two stages, and they brought me in the wrong one. Or I brought myself in the wrong one. I came out. The audience was facing the other way. Oh on my the other god! Stage. Well, how'd that work out for you? I got a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Finally. it worked out well. Finally, Finally. <laughs> that was his first laugh in comedy. His first laugh in comedy came when he faced the wrong way to the audience. That's right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. So you knew when you were eight years old. That's pretty young. I, I, I just knew, and then I, I just avoided everything. I went to art school, did everything, and then I was going to drive across country with a friend of mine with a van, and I was at my parents' house, and I had, met this girl I had a date with, and we went to the improv. And then I was fooling around, and Marissa, who I... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah. She kept saying, you're very funny. You should, you should audition. That's nice, and that's how it and happened? And then I found out when the audition was. And we know who to blame, Marissa. You know, yeah, that's it. Tomei? <laughs> you know about you know about he Larry. Wishes. You heard about Larry. The, he went into the improv the first night he saw it. He just walked up to Bud and wanted to go on. That just like that. Just, just like that. Saw, and that's, like that's who Larry Larry David. Guy, yeah. Well, Larry used to slam the mic down. That was his. That's the thing. Gag. Yeah. And at the comic strip, what they did is they, they broke so many microphones they glued it to the microphone stand. 
So then he just threw the stand down. <laughs> but I remember going to the uh, improv when I was like six. I heard in the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, 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 no I was no, fascinated. I, went, I got in. I was really tall, and I got away with it. You know, and it's like, oh my. God. You got away with being tall. With they tall, didn't think yeah, you were yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm faking being short. <laughs> it was. It was like this is a dream. This is a dream come true. To be so, tall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't carry. I carry myself. Shortly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, Don't get me started. We'll be here all night. Know, know, try, know, try the try the veal. No, no. I yeah, I know, right? I'm just saying trying to tie in the improv okay, there. Yeah. Going yeah, to the improv. Yeah. It was like, this is like a dream. You know, it was like Ed, Ed Bluestone, who you probably don't know. Maybe, yeah. He was great. Uh, Glenn Super. Uh, Ed, Bob Shaw. Sure. I think Elaine. That's, I just, Elaine Boozler. Yeah. I saw the first time I went with this. Oh, person. really? Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, there was a British MC, and yeah. there a British MC, and like ten years later, maybe I told you this. I forget no. it was in the last one. Ten years later, they went Andy Kaufman. My, that was wow. My, he was that great. He and was I, British. He faked me out, and I I didn't no, it was go. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Andy I know. Kaufman, Playing a British was, guy. Yeah. yeah, it was like a British MC the whole time. His erudite uh, character. It's good to see him. He's still yes. the funniest act I've ever seen on, on stage, and I don't know why I laughed. You yeah. You don't even know why you're laughing. He just brings yeah. you to this place, and all of a sudden you just roll. You can't stop laughing. It Andy was, Kaufman. Yeah, Andy amazing. Kaufman. And you. Yeah, he's c- just amazing. You cannot really believe how. First time he I saw him was on Saturday Night Live. Well, tremendous. The the yeah. Mickey. Uh, yeah. Uh, Here yeah, he comes early. to save the day. Money Mouse. Good for, for Lauren Michaels. He's amazing. He's amazing. So he would bait women into wrestling the women. You yeah. Know, come on, sort of later in the night, and you it would they would not be dummies. That you know they look really smart. Hold on, Pam, bring my water, please. I'm sorry, that's our our waitress. No, that's I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> She'll kill me. No. Oh my God. <laughs> so I need my water. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So no, he would bait women. Into wrestling him. Remember, we used to wrestle women on stage. Yeah, well, he'd wrestle yeah. anything on stage. Yeah, but he would go, "You women, what are you doing here? You should be at home cleaning your pots and pans." And they were—it was like right out of yeah. uh, women's Jackie lib Gleason, time. Yeah, and uh, oh, he was out of Jackie Gleason. But, I mean, the women—they did—they were not dummies, but they would get totally hooked into Andy's. Oh, he get everybody mad. Stick. He get the audience. He loved. Yeah, the audience loved. Mad. And then he would take them back. He'd get him really, you angry, you hated him. Yeah. And then he would get you back where you can't stop laughing. Yeah. He's amazing. He was really great. And he did an amazing Elvis. You've been there. He did the Elvis concert. He did a great Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw him do Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So who is your favorite comic that you ever worked with? Besides yourself. And besides you, too. Uh, Wow. Steve, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wow, that I ever worked with. That you've ever worked with. Not that you've ever seen, but that you've ever worked with. Yeah, but Rodney was, yeah. Everyone says that, you know, I saw him. I never met him. I saw him. I I had the pleasure of seeing him live. And I loved his his act. He had me laughing, but... But for a different reason, like the other ones that I've seen that I love that were great, like Richard Pryor, I remember seeing him going, wow, that's that that's as raw. Yeah. Yeah. And George Carlin was, yeah. 
George Carlin I liked because George had a way with the language that yeah. I thought that very few people had. I'm so glad you asked me the question. So the, yeah, I'm sorry. So the answer actually, is actually Pryor opened up for me a couple of times. Are you Karen? No, no, you're Karen. Are you Karen me? You're Karen me. Uh, no, uh, I don't have an answer for that. My favorite ever to work with. Work with. That you've worked with, not Probably, seen. It would have to be Andy. I mean, Andy's the funniest. You worked with Andy. Oh yeah, we all worked with Andy. Yeah. I, n- I never actually did. I watched no? him. I, no, he was kind of when he hadn't gotten his first time. laugh yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still waiting. He's still, he's still waiting. My favorite stand-up though was Woody Allen because the way he wrote. Oh, it's one of my amazing. favorite writers, comedy writers and performers. I don't know about, but he got good after a while. But his writing is unbelievable. Do you know Dana Gould? Yeah, I know the name. I l- check him out. Brilliant, yeah. genius. He had a one-man show about having a breakdown on stage, and it's amazing. It's probably on YouTube. Wow. Dana Gould. Brilliant. You would love him. You'd love him. I love all the neurotics. I like Andy Kendler. I like Richard Lewis. I like Larry. Notice I didn't mention John. I'm glad you didn't mention him. Well, that's odd because you're a very – your persona on stage is not neurotic. No. Mine is more like comatose. My comatose. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen Wright, I would no think, would be. Uh, I love him. He was him. a little bit more yeah. neurotic early on, but you got, you got oh, out of it. Oh, I know. loved Emo Phillips. Emo was, I saw him, yeah. Loved Emo. Now, I will tell you this. <clears throat> I'm sort of friendly with Stephen Wright. I'm, okay, I'm friendly with Stephen Wright. Okay, you're friendly with Stephen Wright. We don't know what that means, but, but no, 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 and, and we don't want to find it either. point to this. Back to you seeing Rodney. I yeah. saw Rodney in Vegas. Um, cool. That well, was an amazing trip. I'll tell you, Mark Schiff, Seinfeld, and I went to Vegas in the early 80s. We just drive up, nothing planned. We drive by, I think it was the Sands. We see Rodney's there. We all knew Rodney from New York. We all right. loved Rodney. He was sweet to us and loved comics. Um, we go in. It's like the Bowery Boys or whatever. We go to the... Will Caller, you know, they go, oh, we're friends of Rodney from New York. Ah, oh, go in, boys, you know, and then we go sit in a booth in the back. Then afterwards we go, uh, uh, where's Rodney hang out after the show? We meet him. He goes, oh, my uh, road manager just left. You can have his room. Okay, now we go, wow. we're just driving by, bing, bing, bing. Uh, now, Rodney did not sustain he had to do like an hour an hour 15 mm-hmm. like after 30 minutes ago okay we, the jokes are brilliant we know you don't get respect it is very tough he sang a song he or two singing, yeah. mm, it was tough i mean but love him in a 20 minute dose or a 10 minute dose on a five minute stand-up five minute panel yeah it was amazing i always thought he was best on the carson show genius yeah now he took it, advantage of the i thought he took advantage of the panel yeah. But there was just, he did five minutes and he did eight Brilliant. minutes sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would work so hard. I, I would oh, we watch, when he would yeah. Work, when he would work out for, he would, he'd do finish one shot and then the next day or a couple of days afterwards, he's already getting material, either writing it or oh, it's amazing. It, and yeah. he would work, this guy was older then, he would work every single night, right? To of perfect. course, and yeah, Brilliant. jokes. He'd just pare them all down. Until finally, like a couple of weeks, a week before tonight's show, he'd have it all pared down to just those jokes. Now, tying, and, and I liked when some of them didn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And he'd he get a bigger, sweat. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, is the mic on? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but now, tying, oh, we were friends a minute tying, ago. Tying yeah. it all in. 
Back to Stephen Wright. So right. I'm, uh, I bumped into him somewhere, exchanged numbers. We talked a little bit. I'm with three other friends. It was like a guy's road trip. And I call him up. I said, yeah, I'm in with a few friends. Uh, comped, you know, like five guys. It's very nice. And he sustained with his style like an hour 20. You'd wow. think, oh, I can't sit through an hour. Stephen Wright? An hour 20 of Stephen Wright. Yeah, he did, and he was brilliant, and it was amazing. So it was the very opposite of Rodney. You saw him? I saw him once too. Yeah, in a show. I didn't. I, I didn't know him at the time. He was really yeah. good, but I, after half hour, it was it was tougher for me. The no, not tougher. for me at all. That's how it was. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough style. I think. I like a little more energy. Now, I'll tell you, Rodney. Quick, the Rodney story. With yeah. My, my my mother calls me up. She says, John, I'm in Vegas. She said, Rodney's here. I said, call Rodney up. Tell him, you know, the hotel. And tell him, you know, my mother, whatever. So he does. He invites her to the show. Um, five of her girlfriends are sitting at the table. He's doing his act. He stops in the middle. He does three jokes. He does a bunch of jokes. Then he does three others in a row. And he stops him after that. And he says, uh, the mother of the, of the guy who wrote this joke, John DeBellis, her mother's right there. Please stand up, Mr. DeBellis. And she stood up and she, she wrote those jokes and whatever. That's nice. That's nice. And then afterwards, great. he came yeah. down, sat with him. He's so neurotic. He can hardly talk to people he doesn't know. Sat with the five or six ladies and then bought everything. Spent the night just hanging with them. Yeah. It's just a sweet. So that's what happened yeah. with. I think we lost a, him and there's some. I wish he were around today. I wish Pryor, Carlin were around. Oh, man. Just to make fun of what's going on in the world today. Yeah. No, we wish, need somebody like them. I wish John was around today. <laughs> he's sitting next to you. Oh. oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so, oh, when he sits around, he really sits around a chair. So, so that Vegas trip, just to say, just a comic's life. We, we have his room for the two nights. Then later that, sh- later that night, we saw... Freddy Krueger Roman uh, with Cher. Wow. The next night we saw uh, David Brenner with Ben Vereen. Wow. And the second, the last show was Steve Martin. Wow. That was so. In 24 hours, we saw all that comedy. You know, sh- there's this crazy. Learn something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. You left yourself open for that one. That's correct. <laughs> So, uh, what's the oddest road trip you ever took, John? The drive down here with me? Well, you know how John loves to drive. Oh, yeah. Well, I hate to drive. Yeah. Uh, you, you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the He's the only one I know that drives from the passenger side <laughs> in the back. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> While he's asleep. <laughs> wow. That's a hard one. I know the, the first time I did the last stops was in L.A. and we came to L.A. and I didn't. I had to do three different half-hour sets. Wow! And it was Mule, but Gary Mule there was there and, and Johnny Dark and they just they, they knew I was new and they were great. They said, yeah. "Don't worry about it. Just go do your stuff." And I did it. And they, they yeah. were just gave me they gave me so much confidence. See, the thing they is, were really supportive and, and it went well and they were good. They were great. Without Why do they support you? I mean, they're just the way they were. Comics were back comics then. Comics were back, back then, then, yeah. They just everybody supported. They come up Doesn't happen that way today. With, joke for you, John, John doesn't really do comedy. He does talks. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> he, he does therapy. He does, he does 
comedy without laughs. That's right. <laughs> we were in group therapy together. We were for six, we were many six years. years. Six, yeah, five, we just years. had uh, dinner with uh, Alan Lefkowitz, who was our therapist last Monday night. Alan Lefkowitz. Oh, that must have been hilarious oh to be in group God. therapy with you two. Oh, 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 yeah. oh my God, no, we were <laughs> it was wild. So, so, our lives are so miserable. <laughs> Should we tell the? Uh, did the what happened? What, what? Nina Levine story? No, it's too long, too long. Oh, my God. It's too long of a story? Imagine. Cut to the... Cut. He was going to be embarrassed by the... We both were. Would be by that show? Story. By that story? By that story, yeah. That's no. maybe an off... you got to polish story. it so you but can I, do it on stage. I want to tell you, the first, Alan Lefkowitz started his first client was Richard Lewis. The second client was Larry David. His third client was... Third at the same time, me and Alan's wife, Bell. And, and then... And then yeah. Steve in comics and comics. He said comics. 400 comics. <laughs> Failed all 400 times, it sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, they got some. Yeah. Like I mean, I've time. seen Richard. He, he, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like paying for stage time when you go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, don't you work it out on stage? I mean, that would be the best therapy, I should think. Did you ever have a session with your parents? Yes, once. With I who? Had, me too. With your parents? I had a, par I had a session with your parents. My parents wouldn't go. How was his parents? Were they oh good? God. Was yeah. it good? Did you smoke a cigarette afterwards? Tell me what you did for my parents on Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. We, you know, anyway, I used to go every Christmas. All the comics would come to my house. Every yeah, it was great. Yeah, and uh, I. Literally I everyone them, in the world. I left them an envelope <laughs> saying, I, you know, I had a great time. Thank you. This is for Christmas. With five dollars in the envelope. <laughs> so. And then we did for Larry. Remember what Larry we did? With Lenny Maxwell. Lenny Maxwell's a guy that he was very our close manager. friends with Woody Allen. He discovered yeah. Woody and essentially discovered Woody Allen, brought him to Jack Rollins. And Larry and him always feuded like we did. They always got back and forth with each other. So one time for Christmas we sat there and we had a present for Larry. Yeah. And we opened up the box and it was a wig. And That's we said right. it was all of all his hairs that we scraped off the improv floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> At his <coughs> bachelor party, he didn't want a stripper, so I got in drag and stripped for his bachelor party. <laughs> That was his party. Well, there's a mental image I could have yeah, done without. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, have it, we have it on video. You have it on I video. I have it on video. Wow. Do you blackmail him with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm proud of it. <laughs> well, that says a lot right yeah, there, folks. Yeah. And now. So here's a, can you curse even though I'm a clean I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> this is one Lenny before he, he became a like a big shot in voiceovers. Lenny did great. Our old manager Lenny and Lenny's doing stand-up in Montreal and he's got a heckler and uh, the heckler's being dragged out and the heckler screams prick yep, and Lenny goes sir so, one day you're gonna, gonna eat, eat those, those words, words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. greatest I live. one of the greatest of all time the, the second greatest I, the, the curse that I live is with Larry and some woman, some guy yelled out, "Your mother fucked my dog!" And he says, "And I bet you, I bet you, your dog didn't like it either." <laughs> <laughs> I like the one you were telling last night about the. Which? Uh, <laughs> don't raise your voices at me. That, oh, yeah. But that's that's. That was Rodney. Yeah. Rodney yeah. with uh, David Fry, who I. A ventriloquist. The ventriloquist. Impressionist. I'm sorry. Yeah, and uh, they were having an argument. And uh, Rodney goes, hey, don't raise your voices at me. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you know what a mensch Rodney was? 
every once in a while, I don't know if it happened with you, but you know, you weren't that good of a writer. Okay. But every <laughs> once in a while, uh, writing services uh, would, um, people would come into the clubs, listen to, let's say, me and other comics, and then sell the joke to Rodney. And Rodney would start doing it on stage, and the comics, we were protected each other. Yeah, yeah. They'd go, hey, uh, oh, that's Middleman's joke. Yeah, it's he would pull me show. up. He would say, he would actually call me and say, "Yeah, yeah, it's same here." Familiar. It's your, your joke. And he would offer me sometimes. He'd offer me a lot of money, and if I said no, I, yeah, you know, he would say, "Okay, okay." I tried yeah, selling yeah. him stuff for years. I finally, after like the third or fourth time, I got a call from Rodney going, "Is this yours?" They say it's yours. I go, yeah. I just said, "Use it, do it. It's okay." I wanted was, to be a part of his act, so I got into his he act. He was just wonderful. Was, <coughs> he loved comics, and he was great. With, great with yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Well, you know, he spent a lot of years selling siding I, yeah. and failed in show business several times. Oh, yeah, several times, yeah. If, you should actually, if you, if you get Jackie Martin on here, he has an amazing Rodney story. Oh, yeah. Which one is that? Two weeks on the road with him in Florida. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah, what yeah, that yeah. would be like. Yeah, you got to talk to Jackie. <laughs> I can't imagine what two weeks with Rodney on the road would be like. Rodney showed up at my wedding in the Bermuda Shorts. It was, it was November 29th, freezing day, yeah, yeah. frozen. It was Bermuda shorts and Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> at the, at the, Did he have shoes? At, the ta- at Tavern, Tavern on, on the Green. green. At ta- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> it's good he dressed up. Yeah, he was known for hanging out in his underwear. Or no, with no underwear. No, no, yeah. In his, uh, like, um... Well, I told you the story I heard. Death robe, yeah. Yeah, the story I heard last... And I thought it was you that told me, but it was a comic who said uh, his first time at Caroline's. And he gets directed to... He asks where the green room is, and they say it's this, you know, door over here behind the bar, and he walks out the door, and he's in the middle of an alley. There's a guy with his hand up against the wall, urinating, and he looks and he goes, Rodney? And Rodney turns around with his junk in his hand and goes, huh, Welcome to the big time. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, he would come out. He would, in his bathrobe. And just yeah, all the time. His balls hanging out. You'd hang out with him in his dressing room at Dangerfield. Yeah, Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. Keep the mouse in the house, pal. Yeah. Oh, he would, he, he would, I didn't want to tell you what other things he would do. Oh, well, go ahead. Tell me. He would just sit there and all of a sudden he'd be peeing in the sink. He would drink, he would drink you, drug you, and eat you under the table. You'd be wasted just watching oh, yeah. him do all this I, stuff. I don't want him to eat me anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I love him, but not that way. Yeah. No, not that way. No, no, no. You do the best Rodney ever. No. Well, thank you. Well, I, I told you, it's how we got the president on the South Lawn one day. That's And that's a true story. I, I To this day, it was just, he just, at that moment in time, Donald Trump walking out of the Oval Office with the red tie and the white shirt and the dark just blue jacket. Like, he and his hair was blowing, and he's got kind of the same color hair as Rod. I mean, and his gait. Yeah. I just thought, my God, it's it's Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> it, well, I'm telling you, you know. Hey, I can know it. No, I can't do it now. You're forcing me to do it. You know, I'm telling you, you know. I will say that. He, he probably thinks in his head that he gets no respect. Yes, I know, which you is know. what made it so funny. Perfect. That's what made it so damn funny is, like, he, you know, he he has that gait and that continence, and um, it's just, it's he's like the Rodney Dangerfield, an unfunny Rodney. I wish he was going back to school. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, there are times, like I said, I... I wish I'd, he'd get, well, I would say bombed. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's killing, you know. Yeah, I'm telling you. So. Hey, now. Uh, but he, you know, it's it's an unfunny Rodney. He, he reminds me of the road comic that, you know, we all know that one comic. And, and you know, you, we've all been there where you've, it's either an open mic night or, you know, it's the MC in a gig, the first guy, and just horrible. And you can't help but laugh because they're so bad. You're not laughing because they're funny. You're laughing because they're bad. Yeah. And that's how I feel every time I sit down and and. and listen to the president it just reminds me of that guy who gets up and you go wow your your stuff is bad and you think you're good <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, that's really i mean you've seen that right i mean we all endless. have endless yeah. endless times <laughs> well also on uh sometimes you just watch in the old days audition nights at clubs oh yeah oh oh and it's just you just those are open mic nights three yeah. years yeah. i was a regular uh, mc at uh, Catch a rising star for, for the oh Monday nights. The Monday nights, yeah. Oh man. What yeah. was the worst you ever saw? Nancy, oh. Nancy Laval. Right with the, the cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. I, I thought of her the second you said it. She like a screw was loose. She's a pretty woman. Yeah. And she wear this cowboy hat and this it's skirt. like a cowboy skirt, skirt or cowgirl pretty. skirt. And she'd sing and she was awful. Oh, awful. but and she had they, no connect to that. And, but everybody disconnect. wanted to keep singing because she was so bad. The whole audience. Oh, it was she thought cruel. She was, she'd come off the stage it was like cruel. she was a star. I know. The and, crowd was, you know, mocking her by, yeah. 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 And then one time, I'll tell you, just to button a little bit, Larry, Larry David one day said I wanted to go up and sing. And David says a comic. His real name is Sidney Gulkus. So we brought Larry on stage as, <laughs> as Sidney Gulkis. <laughs> he just outed him. <laughs> the girl from Ipanema. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? And he started going, and you know, the part where they're singing, you can start yeah. to hide. That's funny. And then he got into the argument with the audience. I'm a singer. <laughs> I'm yeah. a singer. Oh, was it on Monday this night? This is my art. <laughs> this is my art. It's funny. <laughs> and he was, he was awful, but he, he was great. I mean, you know, the worst I ever saw were, it was a duo. And it was... Um, a black woman and a white woman, and the white woman was pretending she was black, and the black woman was pretending she was white, oh, yeah. and it was bad. Wow. It was just wow. bad with the, the most stereotypical racist jokes, and I, I to this, I, I remember watching members of the audience looking like they had just sat down and and been in front of an inferno, and, and they're just. Cringing, oh, yeah, yeah. and it was oh, it was horrible. Uh, do you remember the guy? I think I mentioned this when we were talking before. The guy he had it was an impressionist. He had like the like hair right like right down from below the like a thick beard. Yeah, I remember that. And he was an impressionist, and he was so bad he would do Carson, you know, Johnny, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh. And, and he he had no clue, and he'd go, uh, wah, but I want to tell you. <laughs> Wah. <laughs> wah. He had no no concept of wah versus uh, wah. Uh, uh. Wow. Yeah. And it, Johnny wah. had those those gestures too oh, that were always. Oh, if you yeah. see, watch Bill Maher. You see Maher do a little bit of Carson. Yeah, yeah every once in a while I do yeah. see him do a little bit of Carson. He loved Carson, so he was very influenced by him. Yeah. yeah. You worked with Bill. That's you got to tell that story that when Bill thought you were dead. Oh, all right. That's not that I thought he was dead. It was like Larry, they were opening the first show for Bill Maher's Real Time. And so Larry came on, and I didn't know this now. He comes on in the beginning of the show, and they're supposed to be in the makeup room. 
or pretend makeup room. And uh, so, uh, hey, John, how, how you doing, Larry? Whatever, you know, the back, the back and forth to Bill Maher. And Marcia, Larry says, oh, John DeBello says hello. And Marcia says, oh, how's he going? And Larry goes, you didn't hear? And Bill goes, well, what's the matter? Uh, you, you didn't, you, you really didn't hear? <laughs> Bill goes, no. What's wrong with you? He's, he's, he's dying. He's got pancreatic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, and then they get an argument. Yeah. How could you do this the first time? My first show, you bring me, my friend is hurt. The guy, you know, I've worked with him and whatever. And, and I don't know. Yeah. It opens the show. I don't know it. The next morning, I'm getting calls from relatives, my kids. <laughs> and I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Actually, can I tell my tale into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, he tells me this story. So we're out in L.A., and uh, we go to see uh, Barry, and I go to see Bill, his show. At the end, you know, at, afterwards in the party, uh, I was introduced to Bill, and I said, I, I hear you're a good friend of, uh, of John DeBellis. And he goes, yeah. I said, you haven't heard what happened Are to you, him. Did you did that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yes. And he, oh, he goes, we've lost so many good ones. We can't <laughs> lose anymore. <laughs> and oh, I God. felt bad. I, forgot, I, forgot I felt God. bad. Oh, God. You feel must think I'm dying. That's yeah, so that's funny. I wonder why I didn't <laughs> return my yeah. I can just reveal something right now to you. Yeah. When I heard this thing, you know. You uh, for, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I didn't call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't on the phone, but that's another story. I just didn't pick up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my... my Ex-wife called and she was. I said, you know, you, am I, you, they were kidding. You know Larry forever. Yeah, you, you right. know he wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> well, well, that. <laughs> Larry's such a he's such a card. He went to a wedding. He was at a wedding with his brother, the whole family. So Larry's outside. They're waiting for Larry to come in. He comes in. He, you know, he hit the, the, the spoons on the thing. Right. He announced. Uh, I want to announce to everybody that. Uh, I'm gay. <laughs> My gay lover, Bruce, was outside. <laughs> and the, the Jewish wedding, his family, his mother just <laughs> Really? Wow. Did, uh... Now that's funny. Was this, like, <clears throat> pre-major pre success? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pre-major success. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's uh, <clears throat> one of a kind, anyway. So, uh... That's great. Hatred. 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 Then, does it keep you together? It does. It, it does. Really does. Well, you see, you know, you love to hate, right? Don't you love to hate in a little bit? It takes a lot of energy out of me, man. Well, you're I, around it, a lot of things yeah. to hate. <laughs> yeah, that's... A lot of, really a lot of things to hate. Yeah. On a daily basis, yeah, yeah. man, there's enough hatred. Yeah. I just want to give peace a chance at some point. Yeah. Laugh a little, enjoy myself. But you all well, have you the hatred it. down, and I'm proud well, of you, should, you for we it. See, we read the emails. Oh, yeah, yeah. We read... We were nuts. Barry unearthed some emails that we... I think he said some to you, no? Yeah, he did. He unearthed some of the emails. I read through them, and I was on the floor. Yeah. But the thing is, is people, you know, the thing about tweeting, texting, writing, it doesn't have the nuance that speech does. No. So you can't, you, you can read something, and unless you know the person who's writing it, or unless it's written in a certain manner, you may not catch the subtext or the in, context. Are you invalidating your whole career? Of course. Well, <laughs> what career? I just ask questions. <laughs> yeah. I'm just the asshole who asks the questions. That's <laughs> no, but it's true. The, 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 you don't get the voice. Yeah. You, get the you voice know the people, you get the voice. Right. right. Well, I mean, and you can say something sarcastically that if you said straight you, and read it straight, you may not catch what you really meant. And there are people, I mean, there are people. I read the Mueller report, and I actually think Trump did something wrong. I, yeah. I, you know, I, 
and I see. Don't know, maybe yeah. Yeah. I'm missing yeah. something. Yeah. And if he just could read it to you. If he just could read it to me, I'm sure it would be fine. Yeah. Well, we got to teach him to read first. I wonder what that would cost to have Trump narrate the Mueller report. Oh my God, that would be hysterical. That would be that funny be? as hell. Oh yeah. That'd be a bestseller. I mean, that would to, be to hell to hell with the his hotels. That would be. I mean, yeah. he could make a billion dollars a billion dollars off of that well you're you're the one that told me uh, two years ago the only reason he would quit is if his brand went down yeah he wouldn't need the money i mean if he did this maybe we could convince him just narrate the Mueller report and and put it in your own words (laughs) (laughs) what do they call that books on tape (laughs) crooks on tape crooks on tape (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what do you think the chances are we get Trump to narrate the Mueller report for books yeah, yeah. on tape? That's what I should tweet out. I yeah. they, they well, do it. Yeah, I will. Audio, audibles. Oh. He'd be an audio file. He'd be an audio file. Oh. He'd be a pedophile. No, no, he's not getting that. He saw my eyes so light up. Well, eyes. No, the, the pet on top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. Twerky, Me twerky. and Brian will. I'm not going to say subject matter. We text each other back and forth, and no matter how sick I get, he manages to get sicker. Thank you. Thank well, you very sicker. much. I, I, think, I say it's too sick. I think we. T- <laughs> I mean, I, think <laughs> I think we have to tell the Nina Levine story. I don't think we're here on a podcast. Okay, it's okay. It, tell tell the Nina Levine story. story. But we do it. Okay, so Nina was. He tells it. That's why. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but that's no, no. why he wants to tell him. So John, no, John and I, no, you can chime in here. John and I in the middle of have a, a long run on, on, uh, on therapy. group therapy. And Nina Levine was a young actress uh, student at NYU. And her sister was in there. And like there were like three or four of the comics. I think Joe Bolster, Brad Von Hoffman. Well, they were. Uh, they were gone. They, they were gone. They People were in and out. We were the long timers. Yeah. Okay? And... So uh, Nina was doing, uh, it was a showcase from her class in NYU, and she invited group there. It's just like, it's almost like a warped version of uh, Newhart. So we go down with everybody. Well, that was pretty warped sometimes, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, this gets pretty warped. So the whole day, they had just arrested Wayne Williams for the killing of all these poor, you know, black teenagers. Uh you know, just arrested him. And we were doing, uh, it's, I know it's dark, but we, you know, we were going in the darkness to make me think of this. Okay. Uh, we had text to each other. I'm listening. A- anyway, so we were just, I'm not laughing. I'm we listening. were doing yeah. like uh, Wayne Williams. That's, that's like a stand-up act. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? This is, yeah. <laughs> this is like Wayne Williams. We're listening, we're not laughing. That's right. <laughs> Wayne Williams, uh, he was from uh, Georgia, right? Atlanta. I don't know the story. I'm listening to you. you Wayne Williams, a serial killer? Yeah, I know about the serial killer. Okay, and he killed like 20, 30 kids. This this girl was doing, to make it quick, this girl was doing her... uh, So we're we're joking like for days. And the room that we go in... It's a black room. Black room for, you know, the showcase room. Just a, yeah, spotlight. And it's like 20, maybe 20, what, maybe, oh shoot, maybe, maybe 20... I'm sorry about that. So you take over. Maybe yeah. 20 seats. Well, a what the more. hell's wrong with this pocket? Yeah, more more than 20 seats, but it's like a very intimate setting. Sorry about that. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a spotlight on her, and Nina had done her thing. It's like she's in the middle of the show. This girl comes out, and uh, she goes, and she's black, and she goes, 
When I was a young black child growing up in Atlanta, as that's soon as you all said, we need, need to black hear. Black child Atlanta, because that's what he was killing, and we've been doing that for weeks. All we had to do was, for some reason, we heard that, and well, we like couldn't that. stop laughing. We couldn't stop laughing after a whole serious, like the, the first forty minutes of serious, and we are rolling, and we could not stop. No matter, you know how you try to like, yeah. chuckles a clown. We, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we had to. We apologized to her we afterwards. She's sitting there trying to do her monologue. And just watching and we're us. We're rolling. Two guys just rolling in the middle of this. Two white to, guys yeah, 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 <clears throat> sitting in the theater. Right, oh, it's so embarrassing. But it tells you the warped comic brain. And then during group therapy, the next session, we had to formally apologize to Nina. It was. Uh, yeah. It was, you couldn't write anything more. Whatever. Not, not, you can write them funnier than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's... Just, I thought this was a funny you, anecdote. No, no, no. no. It, was, it gives you the comic warped mind. We were laughing, obviously, earlier that day. You're <laughs> trying to find an ending to the never-ending anecdote. With the, Is this your act? Yeah, yeah. He has me hung out to dry, really. <laughs> yeah. You left him. Yeah. You left him hanging out to dry. Uh, totally. You got a phone call? That didn't help? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the funniest part of the You business. can edit this out. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> now, you know, the, the thing I like to do is not edit the podcast, honestly. Good. Now you tell Good. me. Yeah, now I tell you. But the idea is to sit down and yeah, just, just have a conversation. <laughs> Why do you think I only gave you one microphone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the idea is to, to sit down and... and I see so much stuff that's edited, and you don't know what's real and what isn't. Mm. So I like to never edit. Um, if I'll edit anything, I'll edit me, but not the guests. So let me ask you, if you don't mind, what you asked Go me ahead. last time. What was your uh, greatest or worst gig story? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's got to be good. Just ask the question. That's all that's I'm just trying Just ask, to do. Just just ask, ask the question. question. Oh, yeah. I know. There's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to pick one. I picked one last time. Pick oh, one. God, I don't even know. Maybe in, in England. You know, when I, I, it's hard to say. When I went to one. It, it actually wasn't bad. It turned out to be good. But I had to go to. Well, no, the worst. The, the Not not yeah. one that turned out good. The absolute worst. God, I can't. Yeah. How do you when I work with you someplace? <laughs> you know? Well, let me prime the pump. My, my, prime the pump. Uh, mine was in Hershey's, Pennsylvania. Oh. And they, we oh, were at, okay. we were at, uh, they stuck us in a room, and I think it was the, they put a makeshift stage on top of a planner, at, at the junction of the corner. So it was like, you know, it was very small. There was brick behind us and a microphone, and one light, and the worst part of it was, is it was right in front of the door to the kitchen. So as you're as you're yeah. doing oh, the door with number seven, <laughs> and a guy with a you know a big tray full of food so would walk no right. Timing in front. around that. There was it was just and the the acoustics were like you were in a cave, so it'd be like and so last night 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 oh night and, and and people were the, the closest table was maybe twenty feet away. That's a bad. Gig. That's that really was terrible. horrible. I tell you, my, the worst was I was doing a friend of mine. Uh, it's two jazz musicians and a friend who worked at the Baked Potato. So they said, you got yeah. it's a jazz club in, in uh, L.A. In Coenga. Yeah. And so they asked me to do a set. I said, come on, John, we need you to do a set tonight. So I said, okay. Now, when you get on stage at the Baked Potato, the lights are right in your eyes. So you really can't see the audience at all. So I do 20 minutes, not one laugh, nothing. And I come off, and they're all laughing. 
start laughing. I said, you know, what's going on? It was a tour of all Chinese people that couldn't speak English. <laughs> that, yeah. Now that's, <laughs> that's bad. That's absolutely bad. That's, that's <laughs> bad. They, they didn't know I they were Yeah, nothing. And you know, what kills you sometimes, or what hurts, doesn't kill. You know, when you say kill, you do well. But yeah. I, when you get up and you you are doing a joke that you know works. Yeah, that's the. It's and you know it's funny. In your head, you're going, "This is." Kill. And and you're going, "What in the hell is wrong with this audience?" Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and, that, that was, they didn't speak English. That would be the. Yeah, <laughs> the jazz guys were all laughing their ass off. <laughs> Oh, that <laughs> happened to me in Vegas too with the Japanese. Oh yeah. yeah, if you don't know it, it's horrible. Oh yeah. And then there was one time I did a gig, and well, I didn't do the gig. They hired me and Roger Mercer and Bill King, I think, and Je I think Jeff Penn may have been behind it. But <laughs> and we go there, and they want us to do. They had no stage, and they had, I think I told you this one. Then they had like beanbag chairs. And they wanted us to go from table to table and tell jokes. Oh Roving comedy. Yeah, and I was like, God. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. That's funny. Oh, I can't God. do that. I thought of one I haven't thought of in a long time, which was like my best paying gig ever up until that second. Yeah. I was in at some really So fancy, this is like his third gig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Last week. No, this was a fancy, like a really high-end casino in Tahoe, which I love Tahoe. And I... Talking about following a tough setting, uh, it was a high rollers audience of high rollers. They were watching WrestleMania, like WrestleMania oh, two or three. It was humongously successful WrestleMania, and it was like it's like a singer than you. No, it was WrestleMania than me. Oh my now, God! Now they're drunk. They just watched WrestleMania, uh, and then I have to do like a half hour. And I'm just I, what I did. And if anyone has ever seen Steve's so act tough. to it's follow impossible. WrestleMania, it was it's like, so tough. <laughs> how tough was it? Uh, uh. I actually got I off. Tell this. the difference, actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what, what happened. Well, I'm, to, I'm done. I'm done I was working a gig in Chicago. Be nice, you know. Was, it'd be nice if anecdotes had a point or a, no, you know. No, it, no, go ahead. This guy was heckling me and heckling me and heckling me, and I kept putting him down and putting him down. And finally, at one point, he charged the stage. They charged the tables were flying. They charged the stage, and he threatened to kill me. He said, "If you, and I had to work three more nights, I wouldn't go out of the hotel uh, three days." I mean, it was that's kind of like working the White. Was that Donald Trump? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like working the White House. I believe it was Trump. Did guys, yeah. did guys hold him back or something? They held him back. The, the tables were flying. Wow. They held him back. They actually carried him out, and he was screaming, just rage in his eyes. And One day you're gonna, gonna eat those you. words. I'm gonna kill you. Don't you cry. I'm gonna yeah. kill you. I'm well, you know that's what's funny is people don't understand that for a for a comedian, the heckler. That's just another way to hone your craft. Uh, I mean, true, and you yeah. work in you work in words, and they're trying to get get at you, but you know, it's it's not their so job. They serve you something so beautifully yeah, up yeah. on a platter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got We got to get this. If you don't mind, get this story in the Jack Go Raymond, ahead. the Jack Raymond story, the one with uh, with no no not no that one, Jack Raymond with uh, the wings. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. We, all right. And then I'm you got to tell me your favorite heckler story. But okay. go ahead. I'm uh, I'm at uh, I'm emceeing at Catch a Rising Star. It's a Saturday night. Rick Newman, the owner, calls me up. And he says, "Who do you have there?" He says, "I have a special guest coming." He wouldn't tell me the guest. 
And we, Jack Raymond, we used to call him Checky. I said, we got Checky, Jack, Jack, and they love Jack. He loves Jack. Yeah. He's like save a him. comics comic. He's crazy. Yeah. Save him, please save him. Okay. He said, okay, we'll save him. So now, I'm downstairs. Jack's downstairs. Rick comes in. They come down. They tell me Rick's inside now. It means an awful lot to Rick. Yeah, awful this, lot. This, this guest, this special people guest. people be happy. Yeah, his special guest. We had to go all out. So Rick goes in. We come upstairs. So I bring Jack on stage. Jack's in the middle of his act, and he says, "I have a riddle for you. What's what, uh, what's the dog with wings?" He goes, "Linda McCartney." And it was Linda uh, McCartney in the audience. And Paul, right? Was Paul? No, Paul. No, no, Paul. No, no, no. Oh, 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 oh. And he didn't know she was there. He didn't know yeah. she was there. He had written that riddle a day. It's really quite. Rick and trying to Rick impress Rick came her. out and jumped yeah. him. I had to stop Rick. He's on. There's a, there's a <laughs> thing in the county here. He's like this. He's like, Neck and choking oh him to death. He's choking him. <laughs> oh my god! Classic. Know your audience. I know. know your he's audience. Generally, a nice guy too. <laughs> yeah. He really took a lot for. Uh, yeah, well, really that would nice. do it. I would think. Yeah. yeah. So here's Jack one. I did, yeah. Go, go, go. One I didn't say last night. Uh, one of the most fun is what we did last night, hanging till like two in the morning. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For anyone who wonders, after you go on the road, it's kind of a tradition. I mean, you after yeah. after a night of comedy, comedians usually find a bad yeah. diner and then sit down so and tell stories and yeah. drink coffee. I could listen to your Washington stories all night. <laughs> yeah, that was more intriguing to me than any. Oh, that's stories. true. It well, was a great yeah, balance yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, it was the comedy was great though. That's what I love. Yeah, that's what I love. So. Uh, so, so your story. I'm, I'm in uh, Toledo. <laughs> Sounds like a comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's I like was in Toledo. With, with Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It's, Toledo. It's, it's always a Toledo, Toledo or a Hershey, yeah, Pennsylvania yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you know this at all. So my brother. Or Sedalia, Missouri. There's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my brother drove all the way from Chicago to Toledo with his new wife never seen me perform live and two friends okay it's saturday night first show sheila k if you remember her no she's skating through okay but there's a heckler but you know he's not as bad yet okay he's by himself and i'm up i go up uh i do okay i'm doing holding my own uh, you know the pressure of family there seeing you is oh, worse, you know must have happened to you too and yeah uh, and all of a sudden uh, this guy starts heckling me and I'm dealing with him okay I wasn't I didn't have my chops that well back then and uh, and I had I would do anything that would get a laugh and my joke was. And now a word from the National Rifle Association. That, that was a straight line you missed there, John. I'm oh, just yeah, letting you know. Go ahead. I'll do anything for a laugh. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. There, there you go. It still hadn't worked yet. But yeah. All right. So I'm just letting you know you're, you're falling down on the job. Okay. I picked that up quick. I was trying to let him finish the story. Okay, go ahead and finish the story. So uh, I, had, I would talk about anything, and I had a joke. I said, and now a word from the National Rifle Association. Neighbors too loud. Wife always nagging, landlord on your back. You know, it was, yeah. was the gist. Okay. This guy, I go, now word from the National Rifle Association. This guy yells out, shoot the niggers. Oh, my, oh God. my, God. Oh my God. Like 200 people there. Oh shoot the niggers. Don't okay. say a word. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I stop 
what I'm doing, which I did. Well, that's what he said. He's quoting him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was quoting, yeah. Uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not. I don't have the ability to do what I did. And that is, I stopped my act in the middle. I didn't ignore him, and I go into like a three-minute lecture. He, by the way, you look just like the guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go into like a three-minute lecture of, sir, that's despicable. Uh, yeah, we don't talk that way. I don't believe in that. At that moment. A guy to my right yells out, shoot the kikes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay, I go, now, I've talked to this guy enough. I Now i got to go to my right. This is a lot about Toledo, right? Uh, and I had taped it, by the way. You know, like comics right. taping, taping their sh- sets, yeah. you know? <clears throat> I was taping this whole thing. I have it. To my right, I'm going, that is despicable. And you can't see with the lights in your eyes mm. who says what, right? I knew the guy, the first guy... Uh, but I, the other guy could not see. Shoot the kites. Yeah. And I go, listen, sir, I'm Jewish. It's awful. Don't do that. It's a terrible climate. You know, that kind of thing. Two, three minutes. Now, I'm supposed to do another 25 minutes of my... Of comedy. Of comedy I'm getting paid for. And I don't know how to get back into it. And after like five or ten minutes, I just said, well, that's it for me. I'm short like 20, 15 minutes, which is awful. And... Um, that's the end of the show, and like it's, it's like the Sammy Maudlin show from SCTV. If you remember, yeah, that character, and uh, I'm talking to my brother, going, "Oh, I feel so bad. Look, look what happened. You came all this way, and and this guy taps me on the shoulder, and he's got a yarmulke on, and uh, he goes, "Listen, I have to apologize to you. We're uh, Jewish students from Bowling Green, and we didn't say." Shoot the kikes. We said, shoot that guy. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's hysterical. That's great. That's great. Now, I take my ending. brother by the collar of his jacket, and I go, what did you hear? What did you hear? And he goes, uh, shoot the guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I was so flustered from the first wow. guy. Uh, that I that's heard. Great. That's, that I a, heard, that's yeah. a good heckler story. Oh my god! The one I saw that was that, that uh, was um, shoot, he, that guy. G- shoot that guy. There was a, a comic, um, the Fat Doctor. He's well known on the East Coast. You know, Fat Doctor. Yeah, know the guy, but yeah. I know about him. Yeah. He, funny guy. Um, and he got. He was talking about how fat he was and how he likes women's feet and he doesn't care. He says he'll pick nails out of them. He just. He, and he's going on and on, and somebody got really insulted and thought he was insulting. Well, he's large himself. He calls himself the fat doctor, and uh, he thought he was, you know, insulting fat people. And he goes, "Shut up, you fat fuck!" And he turned and looked at him. He goes, "Is that?" <laughs> Is that the mouth you suck your mother's dick with? Oh. Oh. Oh my God. And I thought there was going to be yeah. war. Yeah. I thought that yeah, yeah, at that yeah, at the yeah. end of that, it, but the guy sat down and did not say another word for 45 minutes. Wow. While well, the doctor is, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was amazed. Yeah. That and and but. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Okay. Another, so you're a heckler well, story. Is, no, it's not, it's not yeah, me, actually. Larry, no. Larry oh, oh, okay. He's on stage. Who's this? Larry. Oh, yeah. And he's getting heckled and heckled and heckled. And, and the guy in English accent, okay? And finally, and it was Larry Andy Kaufman. Good callback. That's, that's a pro <laughs> host. Yeah, that's a, yeah. so finally, Larry just gives up, goes off stage. 
It's Elvis Costello, okay? Oh my God. But here's the ironic part. Larry that week had done his first voice commercial, voiceover ever, and it was for Elvis Costello record. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that's ironic. That yeah. That's that, great. Well, that's wild, wacky stuff. Oh, my that's, God. Uh, <laughs> that's ironic. That is really ironic. Sure, we meet again, Trebek. My worst, I guess, was the guy in Chicago when he charged the stage. That would be pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, and, and I've seen crude, like I, the one I described was fairly crude, and I've seen, and yours was very racist. Yeah. But I have seen the crudest, most racist things done um, in the name of comedy and against the name of comedy on stage. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you kind of have to let it all go Just because, roll yeah, it's, roll with it. Because yeah. I, I think comedy at some point in time is, it addresses pain. Well, the great thing, that uh, the parallel between life and comedy, if you can apply it. Is, you, you have to live to be funny? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> dead, sure. dead folks aren't that funny? Not, yeah, well, not always. You'd be a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But hey no, now. it's about letting life roll off your back. You get you yeah. to the next moment. You have to be present in the next moment. Is if you're stuck on what that person said X amount of minutes ago, or you're like sh- well, you, screwed. Also, you get tools, the different tools. You just well, I was in, I was talking about that gig in, in England. Yeah. And I went to this gig in England. So there's no stage, nothing. They told me you, you got to get out at a certain time, and you got to you can't miss the train. Anyway, none of that matters. I get there. All these English people, all drunk, all they wanted to do was heckle. Just heckle yeah. and heckle. So what I did is I, I started rating their heckles. And then I got them to heckle each other. And I had made a contest out of it. That's great. So they had them heckling each other until it was time to go. They said, it's time up. They threw me my coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. What do you think is funny? you think uh, dirty humor or clean humor? Clean. Clean. I think it's harder. Yeah, Clean's harder. It is. Yeah, it's cleaner is yeah. harder. harder. But I enjoy yeah. it. Um, and, but with the caveat of saying, um, Clever. Richard Pryor is the exception to that rule. Well, I, I think. I think if it, I always felt I didn't mind blue comics if it fits somebody organically. Right. You know. And and I think Richard. Richard Pryor was yeah. came out of life. That was his book. That was just. Yeah. Yeah. It was you the couldn't truth. say it. You couldn't say it without doing that. So I could never buy it from other comics if if especially if I knew their their background and knew they hadn't lived that life but it was an affectation then I thought it was always a, a, a cheap trick to try and emulate someone that we all emulated yeah. or that, that we all admired you want to see a funny clean bit we saw it at Barry's Kevin Nealon which show was it on uh, when he did this thing about his son did you see oh that? yeah it yeah. was hysterical it's on, it was it was it on uh, Fallon or Kimmel or something one of those shows you got to see it it's yeah absolutely Recent. Talk about talk about clean and brilliant. And, yeah, and and writing. Seinfeld was like that too, I think. Well, yeah, but yeah. different. Yeah, 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 different. But different. I, I liked his very different. I, I liked his styling. I mean, it was purposely not. You know, he was always really, really good from the beginning in that way. Oh, yeah, from, from the, the get go, he was yeah. like you knew he was yeah. destined for yeah. uh, you know. But he was a different style. But he was very, very clean. Yeah, and I, and I like people who um, play with words. And you know you don't have to, and that's a little more clever thing to do, to to make, to turn the language in on itself. You know what I'm saying? And as a yeah. writer, I appreciate that. 
That's Churchill was a comic. <clears throat> Churchill was a comic. Winston Churchill, we're talking about. Yeah, great. He would talk about yeah dealing with hecklers. You were saying everything in the language. Right. I think he was the one that. No, that was W. C. Fields. I think someone said. You're drunk. That's us. It's Churchill. That was tr yeah, Churchill. You're drunk. Yes, madam, and you're ugly. I shall be sober in the morning. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, you didn't even have to say the part about it. You'll still be ugly in the morning, and I shall be sober in the morning. Said, well, that, that woman's still going to be ugly. In the there's a, like a classic. Uh, there's a maybe I can find it. Like an email of like a hundred great retorts. Like that, oh yeah, you know. Every once in a while, you, when you come across one yourself, I feel like that's a sense of a common, you know, not asking the right question, not not writing a great article, but the the yeah. the retort, retort. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you can do it on the fly. Well, uh, uh, you know, the gig that uh, Jeff Penn mentioned last night about uh, the four uh, Seinfeld, uh, not Seinfeld, uh, Mark Wiener and Steve Schaefer and Mark yeah. Schiff and I, and we dressed as the four Quincy's. Yes. Remember that mm -hmm. last night? So I, I did a guest set that was in Oceanside, Maryland, and I go on stage. Ocean City. Ocean City, yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm correcting you only because I know Maryland. That's right. Yeah. So this guy yells out, I'm doing fine, and a guy yells out out of nowhere, no hecklers otherwise, the whole night, goes, you look Jewish. Gets a scream. Is boy, do I look Jewish sometimes, you know, back then especially, yeah. right? And I go, oh, you look prejudiced. That my that was simple my first yeah, yeah. simple got a scream. Yeah. I topped him. He shut up, and that was like the greatest. Uh, you know, like wow, I can. It was like that was an early, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. no, I yeah. But you've got to get ready for a show. I got to go. On a, yeah. I got to go up now. Yeah. Now, well, it's a good pleasure to get rid of you. <laughs> well, Steve, well, thanks. Thanks, buddy. I'll, I'll see you there. Yeah, we'll be there. Can't yeah. wait. Oh, we'll we'll finish up with John. Yeah, we'll finish with me because. Uh, it's all about John. Important. It's all about me. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, okay. We By go. the way, I, as much as I say bad things and joking around with Steve, you guys got to see him. He's really, yeah, I, he's I, really, Steve Middleman, he's really, really funny. Thank you very really, much. Really, really I, I've seen him on the Carson show. Yeah. No, I remember, no, yeah. I say from the beginning. You see so this weird. change in somebody over the years and how they I've grow. changed it's a really, lot. Really, really yeah. Good. He's grown. He's he's even taller now. <laughs> he, and he's used it's to the. What's your dream gig? Mine? Yeah. Besides being in a straight jacket. We got to leave in five minutes. Okay. Seriously. Right, You're just gonna, gonna be here. You got your keys. We're gonna be I'll we're gonna be right here. here. Okay. These are we'll really we'll finish. We're gonna, gonna finish be. with an anecdote from him if if Steve will leave. See ya. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. I don't know. What is your question? What's your dream gig? Whew. You know, I'm trying to think. I guess it would be, if I had a dream gig, it would be working and having a great set in front of the remaining Beatles. Seriously. Whoa, that would be cool. Yeah. That was uh, in, in a in or in, and I say the straight jacket because if you haven't seen John's act, he has been known to walk out on stage in a straight jacket. That is uh, actually was uh, from his tux when he got married, <laughs> given to him by his wife. No, I had a, I had a size smaller tux, uh, straight jacket then. <laughs> now I have a larger size. Well, he, but he's been on a he's been on a weight loss diet. So, <laughs> well, uh, listen, John, I, I I appreciate it, man. Anytime you no, want to do we this, have fun. we do always have fun. That's always I, we do always have fun, and that's the that's the key to everything. I, honestly, I don't know how you survive the White House. 
You know, a lot of people say that. Um, I tell you what, a sense of humor helps. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. And I think of uh, my comic friends often when I'm there, and I cannot help but sometimes when I hear the lines coming out of uh, the mouths of this administration to think of them as straight lines waiting for the appropriate punchline. The sad part is it's real. It's not a, a setup. And I feel like we're all getting set up. Set up, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's me. So, uh, was great. The, uh, thanks again, yeah. Thanks, the name of the show is Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karam. Thanks for joining us. You will come back, won't you, John? Yeah, all right. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>